I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to all the small games. My name is Jonathan Valenzuela. And my name is Andrew Levins. Levins, what are we here to discuss? What's well, the reason for this podcast? First and foremost, the very existence of indie games. The uh, games made it by smaller independent studios all around the world. And uh, we have been playing... I've I've actually been playing the most games that I've been playing, like as in like, I haven't been gaming for the most amount of hours so far this year, like on average the, the past week. But in the past week, I've played more than twenty games, in, just in for very am- short increments of time. In an amazing flip, I have been laser focused on one game for like the last two weeks, essentially. Yeah, um, everything's very excited fucking about this up too. is down, left is right. <laughs> Things are crazy, Levens. So John's talking about my favorite game of 2019, Blasphemous, um, a game uh, which I adored um, and recently, I, yeah, I gave it, I gave it my favorite game of last year. Now, yeah, top ten one. indie games of the year. Um, it's a uh, very, very uh, gruesome uh, Metroidvania adventure game um, set during which time period, John? It's like it's like a kind of medieval Spanish Catholic sort of setting. Yep, um, and. Uh, they recently released a very substantial DLC campaign. Um, so I have uh, started playing that game again, albeit it's a new game plus mode, which is way harder. The uh, enemies are now way harder to take down and there's way less places to save. Um, oh, and to top that off, they also like, it's like they give you like a, like four different options. You can just, you know, choose to play at your current level of strength and you have to pretty much play to get to the new DLC area. You have to, um, just start the game from the, from the start again and play a new game plus. Right. Um, okay. Hmm. But, uh, the, like for, for me, um, it, it, it's, it gave me like these four choices. Like, you know, do you want to stay as you are or do you want to like take on these curses that then give you better like items or something or like, you know, more story or something like that. And like, so I chose, I've, I've, I've played for like an hour with this curse that gave me, like, I could only take three hits of damage. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, and I, it was it was just such a miserable way to play a game that, like, 
Like I'll, I'll intentionally take if I if I can get three hits in and I only take one hit, that's kind of how I'll play. Yeah. Um, and so I just had to just not play like that anymore. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this if I just have to relearn this game. So I sure, went back sure. and, and I'm just playing it regular style. Okay. But uh, I'm very uh, very excited to talk more blasphemous about you about sorry more about blasphemous with you because I, I've put like thirty something hours into that game and sure. uh, I. I never thought you'd play it, so I'm I'm uh, I'm very curious as to why you decided to finally go the fuck in. Yeah, well let's let's jump into that one a bit later. I think first first and foremost, baby, there's a new Nindy Direct in the world. A uh, they don't call them Nindy Directs anymore. They're Damn called it. Nin- Nintendo Indie World Showcase videos, Man, which just rolls that... off the tongue. Sure, <laughs> it's clunky as hell, but um, uh, I mean we we always enjoy when these come out. There's always a uh, Bit of discussion between us. There's that uh, it inevitably starts with a message from you sending me a link that like there is a direct happening at two a.m. in the morning, and I'm always like, <laughs> hell yeah, that's that's tomorrow morning sorted for me. Like I'll go into my office and sit at my desk and put my headphones on, and when people are like, uh, JV, we need you, like, nah, go away. I'm, I'm, I'm watching a very important deck for a client. Yeah, exactly. I'm pitching. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I and I I find like. They're always a bit of a mixed bag for me in terms of, like, there are some where I'm like, hmm, there's nothing that really set my world on fire in this direct. And then there are some where I'm like, oh, shit, that was, like, that ticked a lot of boxes for me. And this this direct was definitely one of the latter. I am excited about a bunch of these titles. Yeah, I've watched uh, way too many, and I'm sure most video game fans have too, way too many, like, uh, online showcases from different companies this year. And for the most part, they've been a little underwhelming. I thought this was just, like, you know, with... Honestly, like, out of the 15 or 20 games they showed in this showcase, I don't want to play two of them. Um, Interesting. And, uh, I wonder what the two are. It's in, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not excited to play two sure. of them. I would, um, guess, I would guess one of them is Torchlight 3. That's, you guessed very correctly. Hell yeah. And I, even I can't remember what the other one on top of my head is. I just remember, like, getting to it and being like, oh, okay, I can skip this one. But sure. the other ones I was, I was super interested in. Um, and I thought just overall the momentum and the way that they chose to show these uh, these videos, like these games, like you would basically get like a... Um, I've got to mention it every time it happens, John. Uh, just like last week, John is recording at his in his office, which has a, a light timer. And so whenever he is still for longer than... 20 seconds is sorry is it like three minutes or something like that yeah, something like, like the that. lights just just turn off there it is they're even, they're even what makes it even more hilarious for this one is out of respect for various meetings happening around my office i'm recording this in a cupboard and so <laughs> yeah, like when, when i'm generally in the studio like and the lights go off there's enough sort of natural light coming in through the door and stuff that i'm still fairly illuminated in here, it is pitch black when the lights yeah. go out. So all you see is, like, we're recording this over Zoom, you just see, like, the little moon of my face shining among the darkness from the, like, the light from my laptop screen. Yeah, it's the great. Thi- the things I do, man, the things I do for this pod. I have to I have to say, I think the acoustics are actually better in the cupboard the, than the They studio, are. So. That, that is one of, the, one of the reasons I was like, I'll do the cupboard, was because I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this will sound a lot better than recording. Because yeah. I listened back to last week's, and I'm like, there's a lot of echo in this. I can do better. Hey, anyway. uh, Sydney is almost back down to zero cases a day of COVID, so maybe we'll be recording in the same room again for the first time in six months. Jesus. <laughs> That'll be fun. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I forget what you look like from the from the shoulders down. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna have trouble maintaining eye contact. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, watch. I, I just thought the way that they presented the games in this showcase was uh, was great. What we got like a you know a video trailer and then like a, a little chat with um, the developers and then gameplay. Um, yeah. described by the Nintendo Indie World hosts. I was, it was just great. It was like, you know, kind of showed you the concept, showed you the people who made it, and then showed you how the game was played. I think more yeah. more showcases should do that. Definitely. Um, um, but instead of talking about how good the showcase was, as I'm sure most people listening have watched it, let's talk about the games. Um, let's get into and, it. And uh, we can start with uh, a very exciting um, game that we knew existed, but I, I know that we're both big uh, fans of the company Supergiant. Ooh, um, they've given us yeah. games like uh, Bastion and uh, the other uh, one. Uh, Pyre is one of them. That's the kind of like, sports remember, game they Pyre, made. Transistor. Between the two. Transistor. Transistor. Um, <laughs> and uh, la- year before last, they announced Hades, which is like a roguelike that looks very similar in gameplay to Bastion. Yeah. Um, but you are playing as... Uh, the the Prince pl- of the Underworld. That's right. Trying to escape um, from hell, essentially, and each each run you kind of you power up a bit more and you get a bit stronger and you're helped by some various you know god friends to uh, to go for another run and try get out. And I there's was... almost incentive to die because uh, when you die, you get more story. There's like a cutscene yeah. that you get each time you die that you know, you know gives you more story. Yeah, definitely. This this I watched the trailer for this. I mean, obviously, this came out like you said. A while ago on PC. It's on the Epic Store, right? Yeah. uh, Which, I'm going to have to get the Epic Store. It annoys me so much, but I'm going to have to get it. (laughs) Just another thing. Yeah, another fucking place to get games from. But watching the trailer for this, especially the gameplay, I was like, yes, I get to play Bastion again, essentially. Like, Bastion is one of my top five games of all time, probably. Seemingly never-ending Bastion. (laughs) Yeah, and just watching this, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna scratch that itch so good." Um, I'm really excited. I don't. Did they announce a release date for it? I don't think they did. This fall. This right. Okay, so sometime over the next three or so months, supposedly. That being said, if it's already out on PC, like, it's not a new release. It's just a port, so that should that should stick fairly decently within. Uh, that time frame, I reckon. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, I don't really love like you know when they give you a vague idea of when an upcoming game is coming out. In fact, I went back and I watched the um, the last Nindy uh, Indie Showcase um, that Nintendo put up, and less than half of the games from that video from March have actually come out. Oh, really? Um, and, Shit. and very few release dates were given in that. So starting off with like a fall 2020, I was like, oh, all right, great. But then we just got treated to my favorite thing in video games, and that is Shadow Drops. Ooh, baby! Love <laughs> I, this... I love the words. The, this, the four this... beautiful words, and it's available right now. Five. Five words. Five. <laughs> this was, and I'll tell you what, this direct was Shadow Drop Central. Like, there were so many different games Shadow Drop during this. Yeah, it uh, ruled. Yeah, which was, which, like, I. It's funnily enough, I woke up and looked at Twitter, which is often what I do, and um, saw just randomly in a tweet that another game that we'll we'll discuss for Mister X, Spiritfarer. They were like, "It's out now across everything," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and immediately knew like this direct is going to be fucking great. And before I even went and showered, I like grabbed my Switch and 
went to the the new releases section and was like, oh shit, look at all these new games. Bought a couple right there. Yeah, so um, I, I've bought a lot of these games already. Um, we're going to go through them. It started with Spiritfarer, which um, looks gorgeous. It's a, it's like one of the few games I haven't picked up yet just because it is on the pricier side. Right. Um, it was uh, published by Thunder Lotus Games. And it's like, like John said, it's out on everything this week. Um, so it's on Switch, but it's also, if you have Game Pass, it's free on Xbox Game Pass. It's definitely, it's one of the games that's featured in the last couple of... Um xbox e3 presentations yeah right awesome it's like gorgeous cartoony art it reminds me a lot of um uh battle chef brigade okay um where you played a um basically a a girl who has to like hunt uh wild beasts and then cook them um like but it was this gorgeous anime style um with lots of conversations in spirit fairer you're essentially meeting uh, again, big wild beasts, but then you're sending them on the journey to the to the afterlife. I think Looks like you're very, guiding their spirit. Very touching. It's also a bit of a, a building and management sim as well. You you <clears throat> you're essentially you're on a boat and you kind of like you can build structures on your boat to make these animals comfortable and that kind of stuff as you go. There's resource collecting. There looks like some platforming as well. I'm really looking forward to getting into it. I've been interested in this game for quite a while at this point. Um, what, what are that? Oh, and Spirit Fair is by Thunder Lotus Games, um, which I've yeah. never heard of them before. So good to, good to see a new release. There was uh, lots of new, new, uh, publishers and developers in this video, which was cool to see, including, um, developers and publishers from, uh, countries that we don't often hear from, um, yeah. in, uh, in video game. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we got a, a new game called, um, Raji, an ancient <laughs> epic. Yeah. Um, which uh, was pub- uh, developed by Nodding Heads Games. Yeah, um, out of and, India. Uh, that's right. And so this this uh, this draws on um, ancient Hindu and Balinese mythology, um, and it looks awesome. It's like yeah. a, a like a kind of big three D adventure game. Yeah, um, kind of hack hack slash combat using like cool old weapons and stuff like that. A lot of mythology woven into it. Really great art style. Uh, is this yeah. is this one of the ones you you picked up? Yes, it is. I, this one is definitely like just it just looks so cool and different. Um, I uh, I'm I'm mad keen for this one for sure. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pick. I'll definitely. <clears throat> Ooh, sorry. I'm. This is on my list of things that I want to pick up. Um, John, how many how many cleaning products are in the the closet you're recording in right there's, now? There is a there is a lot of huffing going on at this point in time. Um, <laughs> Uh, another game, one of the other games that I picked up, I picked up two games off the bat. Uh, the other one I picked up is A Short Hike. I got this uh, one too. So this is from developers Adam Robinson U and Whippoorwill. Uh, so this is something, this is another one that's been around for a while on PC, I think. Um, and it just looks like a really nice time. You play a little, like, bird that's essentially hiking to the top of a mountain and you kind of like you you meet characters along the way you you find kind of items and treasures and stuff like that and it's just really like a really sort of peaceful game essentially yeah i um i got it so i can play it with my son archie this weekend it looks like a great game for the two of us to play together it looks like 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 you know hella animal crossing kind of vibes but just just really sweet and fun animal crossing with a point <laughs> with an end yeah um what else what else sprung out at you levens um well so there are a couple of um apple arcade games that um uh 
either were shadow drops and, and came out the day of the direct or have come out uh, in the few days since. Um, so games that we've talked about on the podcast include um, Takeshi and Hiroshi um, yeah. from Oink Games, which uh, I loved. Um, it's very simple and sweet and short, but basically you play, you play as Takeshi, the older brother of Hiroshi, who is sick. And uh, he, your, your little brother loves games and what luck, you are actually a budding game maker. So in this game, you, uh, you get these gorgeous kind of claymation looking cutscenes of you and your brother hanging out. And then um, you let him play this RPG that you're making. And so the, the, the way you play the, uh, the game is you have to make the RPG difficult enough to hold your brother's attention and make him feel like he's really good, but also not too difficult so that he dies because then he gets upset and doesn't want to play anymore. And he's um, sick, is- so you've got to treat him right. That's right, and it's a really fun, cool concept for the game. I played it on um, on my phone on Apple Arcade, um, which I think is a perfect place to play a game like this. But I'm sure it is um, also a really good one to play on console. Um, yeah, I mean, some like I was interested actually by the amount of uh, Apple Arcade games that were announced during this. Well, so we're was... hitting the, that close to a year since um, ah, Apple Arcade launched, and I reckon we're also hitting like. I reckon the contracts were made. Maybe Apple Arcade had an earlier launch date than they actually, you know, settled on in the end. So I, I think that the, those contracts are now ending, and so all the we're going to see a lot of our favorite Apple Arcade games showing up on um, on different consoles. Yeah, I feel maybe. weird about it. I kind of like there are some games like Takeshi and Hiroshi that like I'm like oh no I'm glad I played that on my phone it was perfectly fit for that. But then there are other more platformy games that I'm like oh I kind of would have just preferred to play that on console. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like Inmost is another game that that was in this uh, showcase, uh, in the montage at the end, as well as Grindstone. Yeah, Grindstone definitely a game that is is made for a phone, and I don't think will be as fun to play on console. Inmost, was... however, is like a platformy horror game that I think would have been way better to play with a with an actual dedicated um, joystick. Because so... there's also another another Apple Arcade game that they've got coming is Manifold Garden. Uh, yeah, that, that like shadow drop too. Yeah, a first person, like very sort of surreal geometric exploration puzzle game. And uh, I reckon that would probably go pretty, like that would live maybe a little bit better on, on Switch. But Grindstone, I was like, that's, Grindstone I found really odd. Like I know the Switch has a touch screen, but if you're going to use the touch screen, just play it on a fucking phone. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously not everyone has um, Apple products and, and sure. so that, that there is a gateway that, you know, a lot of people can't, you know, there are a lot of games that they can't play. So I get that it's good. It's, it is good that, that that more games are available across more consoles. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there was an article that, that came out a couple of weeks ago that we're going to talk in depth when we do hit that. Um, it's already a month away from it, the uh, official one year anniversary of Apple Arcade. We're going to do a look back and go through some of our favorites and some things, you know, do we still think it's a, a valuable service? Yeah. But um, there was a report that they've actually, Apple have pulled out um, and canceled their involvement uh, for a few games that they were going to publish on Apple Arcade. And they cited Grindstone as like the perfect Apple Arcade game. And that right. they want they want more games like that and less like, you know, story-based adventure games um, or like, you know, stranger games like that. Yeah, because I, I picked up a... Um... Like it's been a, it's been a bit of a break from Apple Arcade for me, but I actually picked up. There's a new one on there from Night School Studios, the people that made Oxenfree and After Party. And yep. I'll I'll admit What's I'm it called? kind. Um, shit, what is it called? Uh, oh, I cannot remember. Cannot remember off the top of my head. We'll discuss it when we do the Apple Arcade one. But 
I'm definitely, I'm definitely sort of playing it. I'm kind of like, this isn't what I want to do on my phone. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, another. Or oh, no, what does it, there is another game that I've that I've just started. Um, it's made it. It's an Australian made game that's on Apple Arcade now called Necro Barista. Oh yeah, um, I've seen that one. What's that? How's that? Uh, I've like I'm, I'm mere minutes into it. Sure. But I know it's a like you know, uh, like a, it's it's more of a story than it is a game. Like a yeah, a, 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 what is it? Play based novel or whatever you call it. Vir- yeah, vir- virtual novel or whatever. Yeah, virtual novel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, the, the designs are really really cool, and uh, it sounds like pretty pretty much up our alley. Cool. I'll, sure. I'll definitely I'll, I'll put my what is it is, seven seven ninety nine a month to use and give it a play. Is Next Stop Nowhere the name of the Night yes. Studio Apple Arcade game? There you go. I think that's I think that's the one. Um, it looks cool. Like set, set in space. Anyway, yeah. it wasn't in the uh, it wasn't in the showcase though, so we'll stop. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, um, the so last another... Shadow Drops game, yeah. was uh, a game called Evergate, and there's been some controversy um, on this game, which was uh, developed and published by Stone Lantern Games, mm-hmm. um, because this game looks very similar to um, Ori, the Ori in the Blind Forest and Will of the Wisps games, um, uh, even though it's not by the same developer. Um, and other people were comparing it to Hollow Knight. Obviously, those two characters are quite similar. But you basically play as, like, a little, like, you know... White thing. Ethereal, white, impy thing that's, like, you know, trying to save magical shit in a magical forest. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I actually have this game, Evergate, um, and I got it because I was like, you know, everyone's c- comparing it to Ori. I would love to play an Ori game, a second Ori game, but I haven't got an Xbox, so I can't play the second Ori game. So uh-huh. I actually, I, I was kind of sold on this being like very similar to Ori and the Blind Forest, but it is, even though it looks very similar, including like some of the assets, like look like kind of like worryingly similar to, to Ori, uh, but the gameplay itself is completely different. It's a very different game. It is much more of a... Um, like a puzzle room kind of game where you basically like it's there's one screen um and you have to like get to the the end point um you uh the platforming is weird in that you can jump and and go left and right but if you hold down the uh right trigger you basically shoot out um like you know a laser a white laser from your hands and it has to connect with like a series of like different power-ups which will then either like project you higher into the ground up into the air or or put a um a platform beneath you um and it's like it's very much a puzzle game where you get um extra points for like breaking all the crystals doing it in a very very small amount of time or um collecting like three three gems uh in the level so it really feels like a um uh like like a phone game basically like you know you right. you just okay. have like a series of levels that you have to get through um and then, and then there's like you know different worlds with different kind of uh, um, gameplay mechanics. Uh, I I started playing it and I was like, as I realized what it was and that it wasn't this big sprawling Metroidvania adventure, I was like, oh, I don't want to play this. But then right. I actually gave it a chance, and I'm now like six worlds into the game. Um, Damn! And while I don't find the story particularly compelling at all, you're like kind of like you're like saving the world through people's memories. Uh, you know, just standard kind of like weird fatty adventure. Faff. Yeah. Um, but uh, the gameplay is really fun and uh, it's a very unique w- style of platforming um, that is like and it's also like just fun to f- kind of figure out the puzzles but I have I had to like let go of the um, the completionist in me because sure. getting the like 
the the three extra things each uh each level is just impossible especially the timed ones like you have to like finish like the first level it's like you get this extra an extra point if you finish the first level in like 12 seconds which even oh. now having played six of the worlds i don't think i could go back and do that jesus okay <laughs> but yeah i'm just enjoying it as it's just like kind of seeing the new levels and getting through them it's really fun nice cool that's evergate so that's all the shadow drops uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there've been a few games that were later on in the video that have come out since then, like Inmost. Yeah. Um, but there were a few games that I'd never heard of uh, that were announced, and uh, I've played the demo for one of them. Which I know is? this has been out on uh, on PC for a while, but Hypnospace Outlaw. This is um, this is one of the ones that I'm super excited for as well. Have you played the demo? I haven't played the demo yet. Blasphemous so Hypno- Levens, blasphemous. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Hypnospace um, Outlaw is uh, made by um, No More Robots is the name of the publisher, um, and it is like a retro adventure game, but not retro in the way like most of the games we talk about are. It's not a pixel art game. This is a game that specifically harkens back to uh, the late nineties uh, internet, so like shitty a- homemade. A- a- like Angel, Angel Fire, Fire you know, GeoCities websites, and you are a detective who has to solve a bunch of crimes. In the demo, you're solving copyright theft. Basically, you could get given like a um, an assignment, and you have to navigate your way through this like like private internet server that they've created for the game, and you have to go through all these different web pages and find instances of the crimes that you're being sent to uh, to to stop. And um, there's like this like in-depth tutorial where they guide you through the um, like you know their, their equivalent of, of, of Internet Explorer and email and all of the different programs on your computer, and navigating it all while using a Joy-Con was so much fun and such a weird, unique thing to yeah. do. Uh, you, awesome. you, you end up like you can you get like a Winamp style media player that you can then get songs for. By like you know going to the right, you can download them from people's web pages in the does game, it, and then you you, does you can it get really, skins. For, does it really like, whip the llama's ass though? I, I don't know if it does, but uh, Damn I, assume, it. I assume it maybe in DLC. Yeah, um, <laughs> I yeah I, I solved the first case in the demo and uh, I, like re- reached the end of the demo, but you can keep exploring through um, all of the crazy internet pages they've made, which are like very quirky and odd and. Cool. Like, very well made. Um, very authentic seeming. All the video that they've recorded and added to it, all the voice work, super authentic. Um, yeah, this is definitely one of my most anticipated games of the year now. I'm, because uh, this this made it onto a ton of, like, best of the year lists when it came out. Mm-hmm. But it was always, it was, it was like, it's PC only. And I'm like, bwop, bwop. Even though my you have PC, a PC. Yeah, but it Your probably PC could definitely handle this. It's, yeah, it, it's and, very, uh, very low tech. But it's also, it's also a case of, um, it's so much easier to play on the Switch, essentially. Yep. Um, but uh, so I've been I've been very eager to play this for for quite a while now. This is dropping on August twenty seventh, so like less than a week from now, and it's ready yeah, to shit. go. Bonkers, and I be- so. I'm pretty sure I've pre ordered this, so I'm I'm really looking forward to August twenty seventh. Um, nice. an- another game that I don't I don't think it has a release date yet, but I'm I'm definitely excited for it, if only for the pedigree. So. It's a game called Card Shark. So oh, it's so it's excited for this. Made by Nerial or developed by Nerial, who are the team that are behind Reigns. And being uh being published by 
the fucking the goats themselves, Levens, developer digital, digital, devolver digital, developer digital. So basically, in, in Card Shark, it's set in 18th century French society, and it's sort of an adventure game that's you basically play as a person who can cheat at cards. So as you go through the game, you kind of build up more of a repertoire of ways of like tricks you can use to cheat at games. Uh, playing against various people, and the aim is to like work your way from like peasant society up to like playing against the king of France himself and like trying to cheat him out of his riches. Love the art style; it looks really fun. Um, like the 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 way of doing these card tricks looks really intuitive and simple to control. I'm really excited for this. I'm bummed that it doesn't have a release date because I'd I'd love to get into this game. Uh, we do know it's coming out next year sometime. So Ch- sure. Start waiting, but like this is this is a, a great game that I didn't know was being made. I love that you know it, it totally fits in with the creators of Reigns as like the next logical thing for them to do. I loved all of like obviously I love card games already, so like I, I love the idea of like being encouraged to cheat at the game. But I also loved seeing all of the uh, like the in between games. Like you know if 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 you're caught cheating, essentially your your opponent just stands up and shoots you in the head. Yeah, and uh, all all of that stuff just looks so cool and fun and weird. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Really amped good. as hell for that. Um, I'm also really amped for um, a game coming from um, Picogram, um, but it is uh, it's called Garden Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which looks like a like a kind of fun Zelda style um, adventure. It looks gorgeous, a lot of bu- big beautiful colors, um, and it's been published by Rose City Games, who put, published um, The World Next Door last year, which oh, I really yeah. liked. That's right. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember that. But yeah, Garden 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 Soul looks Garden Story looks like a game that I just I, I know I'll love. I don't really if I don't even need to see any more on it. Just give me that release date. I know it's next year sometime. Yeah, um, it gave me gave me a bit of a Stardew Valley esque vibe, and that it's you know a, a lot of it's about like community building and restoring the environment and and your home and that kind of stuff. Uh, another one in kind of a similar vein that caught my eye towards the end that I'm really interested about is Bear and Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so made by Gummy Cat Studio and Armor Game Studio, you play as a bear who um, who has taken an abandoned shack and is trying to turn it into a successful bed and breakfast, uh, which is like really cute kind of cartoony style graphics. But it also has like as you become more successful, you sort of you you explore deeper into the forest and start to uncover like weird mysteries in there, and that that part like really appeals to me i love a weird mystery in a game quite frankly but uh um, yeah same and also like having a big big goofy bear oh hell game. yeah love always a big, fun love a big goofy bear couple of there are a couple of other announcements like subnautica is coming so these are the I, games that i but apparently they're really good right i i i the, I, the graphic style didn't appeal to me at all so i, I played that... i played subnautica on my xbox because it's another game that's you know had had some some um some real praise behind it and it's just it's not for me it's just i like, like i like first person underwater exploration game yeah 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 but uh, i mean a lot of it is rather than being pure exploration a lot of it is like resource collecting and base building and stuff like that and right i was hoping it would be a bit more like something like abzu right okay where sure you, where you just sort of like a little bit linear but you just make your way through these environments solving solving puzzles 
So I kind of like, I, I reached a point where I'm like, there are other games I could be playing that I'd be having a lot more fun while playing. So mm-hmm. I put Subnautica to the side. But again, shout out to Game Pass for allowing me to play Subnautica and find that out without actually having to like pay full price <laughs> totally. for the game. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I mean, there was... Oh, Torchlight well, 3, John, the, the big the elephant in the room. Torchlight 3. Yeah, um, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's just it's just not not my kind of games. That's all. <laughs> I understand like th- these games yeah. are super popular, right? Yeah, action. It's a Diablo action up style action RPG essentially, and I'm I'm of the same bent. Like as as a younger man, I used to. I, d- I think I definitely played Torchlight One, but I just saw this and my brain switched off. I'm like, I don't I don't really care much for these kinds of games anymore. Um, but if you like an action RPG and you own a Switch, then might I suggest being stoked about Torchlight Three? Yeah, totally. Um, we then got a montage at the end of the of the conference with uh, a few games like uh, Inmost, which we um, really enjoyed on Apple Arcade last year. A very spooky, um, very fucking bleak. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, kind of like a horror adventure game. Yeah, um, and uh, I can't remember what else. there was. Yeah, Grindstone was in there as well. There's a game called Going Under that Team Seventeen are publishing, which looks really fun and anarchic. Um, which was which was that one? Like the, I remember all the rest of the games, but the montage flashed by so quickly that it's. Uh, it was like a big, bonkers, colorful one where you're like a, a girl with this massive sword, kind of like like hitting big, colorful monsters and colors just spewing everywhere. Oh, you you speak my language. That um, sounds, we saw that more for that that sledding, the Snow Dogs game, the Red Lantern. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, Is a release date for that yet? I wonder. No, it just says coming soon. But I'm very interested in that one. Um, and uh, there was... so she dreams elsewhere. Uh, Haven, yep. Unra- unrailed, uh, struggling, and Gonna too. Oh, struggling looks sick. Struggling, yeah. um, Which like one this was big, it? this big gross game where you are playing as like a bunch of limbs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah oh, super fun. That's right. And the announcement at the very end: there's a two-player mode coming to Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, which is cool. It's a nice little surprise. Um, yeah, definitely. I think I, I probably won't play the game from the start again, but I do know that there's a lot of things unchecked on the uh, post-game checklist that um, I'm sure Archie would love to hang, hang out with me and do all the dumb stuff with me. Definitely. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's also it's a, it's, a, it's another good way of introducing a non-gaming person to a game. Like, Yeah, I'm, I, I'm also... Yeah, totally. Like, I, I think... I think everyone's just ready for that game to kind of be reminded of that game in general. Yeah. It's just a fun, fun that, happy time for everyone. Because <laughs> that's the thing. The, we're coming up on a year of Apple Arcade. It's also a year of Untitled Goose Game. That's right. They came out the same day. Yeah. Oh, what a um, day. I'm also weirdly keen on that un- Unrailed game, um, which looks like a like kind of like a train building game, like train train track management kind of game. But there's a yeah. demo for that available, which I need to, re- need to make sure I get. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, yeah, so that was it was a really great, really great showcase. Like yeah. a ton of games that I've either already got or look forward to getting later in the year. Um, Super excited! Um, it's been like a weird year for for indie games, as, as we say every episode. But it feels good to kind of know that there's a stack of them, either already here or coming before the year's over. Yeah, in the um, pipeline. Um, yeah, and as always, now I'm desperate for the next direct. Yeah, totally. Um, nothing no, nothing beats the feeling of like the opening of a uh nintendo indie world direct 
video well, I can't remember the full name of it but <laughs> just just those opening few seconds where you're like fuck what am I going to see this is going to be so good yeah very true um, not only that but it's been a pretty big week for um, indie releases outside of the showcase video as well um, we finally got the um, Switch version of um, the Eternal Castle remastered which I've been playing this week and we'll focus on uh, in a future, future episode um, it's a fucking bonkers game which uh reminds me a lot of like uh what's another world um yeah uh which where you can basically like you know you you play in this game you you, i mean i don't want to spoil too much of the plot at this point because i'm I'm also not really sure where the game's going to take me but it is like a uh the art style is like is it like rotoscope do you know much about this game john i i kind of do i know that another world was rotoscope this one looks like really weird kind of glitchy early Macintosh sort of graphics to it. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's parts in this where you're like, basically you play this, this, um, yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, it's also like kind of shrouded in, in mystery. Like it's, it's cause it's, it's, it's calling itself the eternal castle remastered, but it's a remake of a game that never existed in the first place. Um, yeah. so they've kind of post you know, modernism. Uh, and so they say it's inspired by a long lost game from 1987 and it's if you've played like prince of persia or another world you're basically like you know moving from one side of the screen to the other avoiding traps and and taking out enemies um yeah it's like an adventure platformer and the the animation is it will sorry the, the the visuals are, are pixels but like they're really fluidly animated um it's very unique the colors are, are very very um vivid yes very vivid covers colors like it's it's a very cool and strange game to play um i'm looking forward to getting through more of it i'm looking forward to just i pre-ordered and i got a little message on my switch when i opened it up before that was like this is now unlocked and i was like blasphemous (laughs) um the other game that i've got that i haven't even started yet um is a new metroidvania that's just come out um called uh phenotopia awakening okay um, a lot of people are saying it is um, an amazing new game. Um, it's been uh, sorry, I'm just finding the, the details for you to tell you more about it, John. But um, it's a it's a game that's been published by you know you haven't even heard. Okay, my screen decided to go blank. Uh, Cape Cosmic is the name of the uh, developer. Nice. And um, yeah, it, it just looks like a, a massive, very cool gorgeous metroidvania game with a mass enormous map um oh that's that has written all over it yeah totally so maybe this will be a game that you start next year (laughs) (laughs) but apparently the uh the main campaign is like 25 hours of play time 50 hours for completionists which uh is worrying because you know what (laughs) i'm gonna be doing um but yeah uh so many good games it just feels like it feels good to be in the position where i'm like oh god what do i play first yeah definitely um, and I mean, there's a few like Hypnospace Outlaw coming out on the 27th. There's also Wasteland 3 coming out on the 27th, which I was, uh, I was, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm a Kickstarter backer for. So, and I just got, uh, I'm, I got a, a nice thick tax return and mm. took that, took that shit to the city and turned it into a new gaming laptop. Oh, so, wow. Cool. Yeah. So I now have, um. I now have like a platform that I can reliably play a bunch of PC games on, and it's a lot more portable than my old one, and it doesn't have a fucking TV jack in it, 
my old lap my old laptop was so weird now that I look on it there's just there's you used just... to own, you used to swear by a um it was like a a, a, a computer market there was like a market oh yeah the north too, the but... north rocks like computer market and like, whenever you bought a computer, like you got to go to the market. <laughs> yeah, so funny. I no, I no longer swear by that. Um, but yeah, so there's there's Wasteland three coming up that I really want to play. I also just really want to go back in on this game called The Long Dark, which is like a first person like winter winter based survival game. Yeah, uh, yeah, that they like they they got up, they did the first two chapters. And then they were supposed to put the third one out, but they spent a bunch of time just remaking the first two chapters. So I want to go back and see what they did with it. Like, yeah, just really want to give that one another try. But um, awesome. yeah, it's 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 been so weird going from like this this kind of drought of of games that I'm interested in to now like, oh my god, oh, I've <laughs> got to I've got to keep shoveling them all like. I I need to finish stuff so I can start on the next one so I can finish it to start on the next one essentially. I think like Jackson I'm, I'm, or Zamet from uh, Thumb Cramps really likes the long dark. Yeah, the first the first time I met them, I wound up having like a forty five minute conversation about the long dark. So, so maybe be, both of them do. There you go. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun to relive. But um, I think I think the next one I'm going to play is a short hike just because it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah great. F- and I'll be finished. I'm just like, boom, that's one out the door. Done. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So let's talk about Blasphemous, which is a Ooh. good deal longer than uh, than an hour and a half. Um, oh my God. How, how many hours in a year? I I would probably say maybe between 15 to 20. Okay, fantastic. Which is, which is pretty decent. You're nearing, you know. getting, getting huh. towards the end. I think I only like played for as long as I did because I wanted to try... And 100%, and I got to like 98% or something of the game. Um, don't do that. <laughs> no. It's very, I, very fun and rewarding, but don't feel the need to do that. I, I do um, not plan to, but um, it's definitely... I think it's the same as like... Because Hollow Knight, the same thing. I sort of like started playing a bit of Hollow Knight, maybe on my PC, and then I went, this is hard, and I gave up on it. And then when it came out on Switch, I went back in again and was like, wait a minute, I can do this now. I think Blasphemous, when I first played it, I was like, this is really difficult and the story is really obtuse and kind of strange and there was maybe another game at at that time that was demanding my attention, so I kind of like played a little bit and gave up. But then I think because of the aforementioned game drought that, that, look, honestly, probably is only in my head. I bet there are a bunch of titles that are just either not for me or I've missed, but I was just casting around like... I I didn't want to... I didn't want to just go to the East shop and like reflexively buy a game because I, I yep. find I have a bad habit of just being like, I'm slightly bored. I'm going to go spend money on the East shop to feel something. <laughs> but um, so I just booted. I was like, look, fuck it. I think it was just after you told me that Blasphemous DLC was coming out. And I was like, eh, I'll take another look at Blasphemous and see, see if it catches me this time. And I have been laser focused on this game 
for like it's so good, right? the last week and a half. It really scratches that Hollow Knight itch. Like it, it's it's almost it's you know I'm in a land I don't understand. Um, I'm I'm picking up all these cool power ups. Be lovely if they gave me a double jump, but I don't know if that necessarily fits under the umbrella of Catholicism. Um, <laughs> Jesus God... always be double jumping. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm just real like the the exploration nature of it as well. Like especially mm-hmm. the way they That's kind the main of... reason to play Metroidvania games. Yeah, but the way they've like structured the map, like showing you the particular kind of rooms, not in not in great detail. But every time there's a room that has like, I'll look at the map and just look for rooms that have an open an opening on one end that I haven't gone through, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, fuck it, I got to get back there. And more often than so, not, I get back there and I've forgotten that there's a gate there that I don't know how to open yet. I'm like, oh god, back to it. But you were describing yeah. why I love Metroidvania games. Yeah, I love pretty much those maps, seeing like the unopened doors and traveling to the other side of the map for it. I think yeah. If you like this, you these are, these are less like it's less like Hollow Knight. This is very very close to Castlevania games. Okay, see that's um, it. We were, we were talking the other day about you saying like I'm becoming a Metroidvania stan. I've played neither Metroid nor Castlevania, so <laughs> I'm a dilettante at best, Levens. But um, the the executions. God, I oh, love yeah. the executions. Yeah. They're so much fun. They're so—I mean, like, like that incredible pixelated gore is just yeah. a sight to behold. It's great. I, I think um, my, fa- the- my my favorite one so far is in the prison. You get attacked by like crazy prisoners, and the execution is like you swipe them into the air with your sword, and then stab upwards, impaling them, and it just holds for a second as the blood like drains out of them down your body and onto the floor. And I'm just like, this is sick. <laughs> Yeah, man, what a fucking good game! That you're actually—that's my favorite area too, the prison. Yeah, um, uh, it's just such a like so unnerving. You hear like as you walk past the cells, you hear like people whispering in tongues and oh hell things yeah. like that. Are you playing? Please tell me you're playing with headphones. Occasionally playing with headphones, God, but if, I, if I'm on the bu- if I'm on the bus, <laughs> I'm about to go back into the prison area again. I will whip headphones on for this. Um, yeah, but it's all about that. Like, it, yeah. In, it's ex- ex- exploration, unlocking new areas and new abilities, but then also like getting to a new area, being like down to your last bit of health and desperately looking for somewhere to save so you don't lose all your new progress. I love that loop so much. Yeah, I've I've definitely had that. Like, I see a, I mean, the save points in Blasphemous called Predues, I think, or something like that, and seeing one of them on the level, I'm like, oh my god, yes, I don't have to go back like six screens worth of exploration and try yeah. and make it through again. Yeah, especially when there's... like in, Early on in the game, there are a lot of things that can instant kill you, um, which I saw as quite cheap. Like, one of the few things, I, bad things I had to say about the game when I first started playing it. But then you actually unlock abilities that make them not kill you. In fact, you're encouraged to, like, jump down in a gap and, like, you know, where, like, falling into the nothingness would kill you before you, you just... You fall down to a new area once you've got that upgrade. Yeah, I've just unlocked that upgrade. Yeah, it changes which, everything. Which lots of, I think, lots of cool things about from memory, you get that from... There are little, like, floating cherub thingies throughout the game that you have to free. And I think you get it from... in the There's a there's a section of the game which is like a gallery, and you go into a certain room, and there's, like, a picture of a bull surrounded by cherubs. And once you've freed enough of these little cherub things, you can interact with that picture, and it takes you to a cutscene with, like, 
a, a naked baby with a brass head standing in the middle of like a bull's carcass that's been split in half. And I'm just watching this like, what the fuck am I like? <laughs> So good. This is this is incredible, but at the same time, what is wrong with Christianity? Yeah, you know it's all based on like we like you know real Im- imagery that's existed at some point. Oh, it's, of course, it's crazy. Yeah, definitely, yeah. it's super wild. But um, so you were saying you got you have to go New Game Plus to access the DLC. I assume so. I was hoping that I could just use my save to access the new to just go back to the new DLC. But I, either I've done it wrong and started a new game, or you have to do it this way. But uh, it, it looks it looks pretty substantial. I don't know. Maybe hopefully because you just start. Did you start a new game or are you on your? No, I, game? I I maintained my old save. Hmm. I wonder. Like maybe I'd, maybe I'd, you'll come across it. Look into I'd, it. I'd made enough progress with my old save to make it worth like. Yep. Worth going from there rather than like, I forgot the controls. I have to start from the beginning again. <laughs> you can jump in this game. Yeah. What. <laughs> Um, but, well, that is it for this episode of All the Small Games. Um, thank you so much to everyone for listening. We are going to try and do it a bit more regular. Um, yeah. Make it less uh, of a big thing and just be like, hey, Friday Friday afternoon, baby, let's do an episode. Yeah. Um, there's Love no it. shortage of games that I'll be playing in the next few weeks. And I think I'm sure John is the same. So we look forward to telling you about which are the best ones. Um, if I if, if you, it's if it's next week and I'm like blasphemous again, you have permission to punch me, Levins. No way. I would love. I mean, I, I could talk about blasphemous for ten. No, more but episodes. it's like, like finish the fucking game, John. <laughs> I mean, you're still like if you you're still like at least five hours away from finishing, and I, oh. I, I would I'd be I'd be understandable if uh, if you uh, I'd be understanding if if, if you didn't uh, fin- manage to finish it in, in a week. Nah, I'm gonna. I'll I'll knock it off. I, I reckon okay. I'm 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 on my way. I've got the momentum okay. now. Okay, let's leave one minute, one second of silence here for everyone listening to say you can do it, John. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. You can everybody. get in touch with this show uh, by emailing us at allthesmallgames at gmail dot com. Uh, there's tons of emails in there we haven't talked about on the show yet. Um, I will go through it and talk to you all. Talk to, re- reply to you all at some point in the future I'm, sh- I- I'm sorry um, we're on Facebook uh, facebook.com slash all the small games and at all the small game on Twitter John's on there too at 16 tacos I'm at levdog and uh, I got other podcasts too hey fam serious issues a few other ones but thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week bye everybody I'm gonna get out of this goddamn closet <laughs> uh, imagine if it's locked Oh, I've thought about that. Trust me. And then you just finish Blasphemous. Perfect. True, true.